Hello, everybody, and welcome to my newest podcast. In today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about this TV show that got me into comic book lore. Not to be confused with the TV show that got me into comic books as a whole, Big Bad Beetleborgs, which I will eventually talk in its talk about in its own podcast. The one I'm talking about today is the Spider-Man the Animated Series. Now, this might or might not have been my first exposure to Spider-Man. I was too young to remember exactly which exposed me first, the show or the comics. But either way, I had definitely grown a desire to learn more about comic book lore thanks to the, to the lore of the show. Because the show really went places a lot of, uh, very few, I should say, shows went in uh, during that time. Despite going through censorship hoops to tell the story, they were able to get, tell the important stuff they needed to tell uh, without having to, to step on any toes. But yeah, how it got me into comic book lore is, a part of it is I later found out in later years that the story the storylines told in the show stuck very closely to the storylines in the comics only making deviations here and there to either accommodate the TV show format or to accommodate the censorship format or just to make it flow better whatever the reasons knowing that the lore was more or less the same in the comics as it was in the show, aside from the aforementioned exemptions. It got me excited to want to see the comics and see those stories there. And even though the show's the comics are its own continuity from the show, it felt like going to the comics was the best way to continue the story of the show. But regardless, I love the show's continuity for it, or what it is, as well as the comic book's continuity for what it is. Even though I have a harder time with the newer stuff, I really do like the stuff from the 90s and the, the 2000s and the early 2010s. And I even enjoyed going back to the stuff from before the 90s all the way to the 60s. Spider-Man... Even though he is not my favorite type of superhero, because of the show and the comics, he definitely showed me that he was one of my favorite superheroes. Because there was a strong message behind him, and I'm sure a lot of you Spider-Man fans know it's the with great power comes great responsibility. It's a powerful message for a kid, even though Due to me being me, it took me a really long time to fully grasp that message. But by the time I was a teenager, I truly got the message of what it meant to, to be responsible, but when you have great power. So, I, I just kept on into it. And as far as storytelling goes, Spider-Man the Animated Series truly did show me that 
Just because it's a kid's cartoon doesn't mean it can't have deep storytelling or emotional storytelling. Because shows like that were, despite being a kid's show, it had emotion to it, it had feeling to it, and it really made you sad when something sad happened. Or it made you really feel like something truly hurts when in the show they had a hard time talking about something. That really stuck to me. And that helped shape how I, how I write my own stories in a very big way. So, so much so that it is one of the... That when I go back to look at the show, it still holds up today from a story writing standpoint. And the fact that it's from the 90s doesn't date it to me. It's like, sure, some of the animation can be dated at times. But the show as a whole... I don't think will ever truly be dated, especially if you look at it as a product, as the visuals as a product of either a product of their time, or it's just a whole unique setting unto itself because of how stylized some of the everyday things were in order to accommodate the TV guidelines that kids shows had at the time. So, it was... Truly a, a, a special experience to me, one that if I ever come across it while just browsing it, and I'll find myself just watching it, not caring that I was doing something else at the time unless it's truly pressing, and just revisit those days and admire the storytelling. And another thing that just came to mind now is it takes true talent to tell such a quality story under the restrictions that had because it, that show had heavier restrictions than other shows of the time like Batman the Animated Series, Superman the Animated Series, and maybe X-Men the Animated Series. But despite those restrictions, they, it still told a good story. And that speaks to the talent of the showrunners and the writers of the show that and it, it's a true message to me as a story writer that the quality of a story is not the freedom you have of the story. Of, it's not the freedom you are given in telling the story you want, but how much of the freedom you have that you can use to tell a story. And telling a story with, with, the, with the little freedom that they had that was that good truly speaks to true talent in storytelling and there's a lot of things that people say you need in storytelling like pushing for an R rating in a movie or at least a PG-13 rating in a movie in order to tell a pretty good story. Shows like this show that that's not necessarily true. I'm not saying such going for an R rating or a PG-13 rating isn't necessary at times, but it isn't nearly as necessary as a lot of people would have you think to tell a great story. It just means you have to step up to the plate, make, increase your talent to what it needs to be for the task given, and you can tell a really great story no matter what restrictions may be laid before your feet. And 
that is what Spider-Man the Animated Series means to me, and how it made me feel about comic book storytelling and comic book lore, and just storytelling in general, and of course, showing me what a true hero is in one of my favorite superheroes, Spider-Man. Well, that's all I've got for you today. Thanks for listening to this podcast, and I hope I'll think of something else to tell to talk about in my next podcast. Please be sure to check it out, and I will see you in the next one.